Welcome to the Editor's Note Comics Podcast. I think that this world, it needs men that are willing to make the hard call. Central Maine's best comics podcast, by default. Ain't no thing like me, except me. Here are your hosts, Zach and Jared. Matt's coming. No. When do we start? Hey, welcome back. It's another day. It's another dollar. I don't know. I I, I never know. The hey, welcome back. I just don't know. Like I don't know how to respond to like. First of all, it is another day, but it's not another dollar for me on this show. I'm paying you nothing. It's true. There was a time where I used to get mac and cheese every week. Now I don't even get that. Yeah, that's okay. I had the show's evolved. We used to just get like loaded every week, and now we don't. We we cater to a higher class of individual now. I mean, now we're just freebasing. Mm. It's true. <laughs> to be fair, I don't actually fully know what that means. <laughs> Has something I, to do with drugs. Yeah, I, I think it's a drug thing. Allergies. Well, with a nose like that, I mean, Christ. I mean, how much cocaine could you take in? Not much, because I have a deviated septum. She's all <laughs> messed up up in there. It'll get clogged up right quick. Oh, it's deceptive. <laughs> You're presenting with a big package, but really it's tiny. Only with my nose. <laughs> I guess, hey, let's start this um, non-tradition that we have of, here's the thing I watched this week. Yes, I've been watching a ton of Spielberg recently. Like, that's just been kind of my thing. But for something new, and by new, I mean like five years old. Okay. Uh, I watched Bumblebee. Oh, really? As the Transformers kind of, they're, they're back. And that one had a, a very high critical reception on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, critical, I think it had like 91%. Oh, yeah? I'm like, all right, I, I fucking hate these movies. But this one had a good critical rating. So let's try it out. Let's try out Bumblebee. And? It's all right. Okay, good. See, wow. I, didn't, I didn't have a bad time. I'm glad that you didn't have a bad time. Did you laugh out out loud? Did you make audible emotions because of it? No, but it, it's fine. It's. I mean, I, I know this is a a you know, like I said, like five year old movie at this point, but you know, it was fine. I I didn't feel like I wasted my time. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> the highest praise you can have didn't fully waste your time. It's time of your life that you don't want back. Yeah, I mean, I think what really what kind of did it for me is knowing that um, the new Transformers movie is like Bumblebee was like kind of like a soft reboot, like it could still kind of fit in the continuity, maybe if you wanted to try. But knowing that like the new one, it's like no, it's a follow up to Bumblebee, and like Bumblebee was the start of like just a full fresh reboot. Going okay, if it's that, then I can try it out. Yes, I didn't write it down. Maybe we can talk about Transformers. Maybe we'll put in a spoiler thing. I don't know. Do you know the spoiler for the end of Rise of the Beasts? Uh, does it have to do with Galactus? No, that's Unicron. That was originally voiced by Orson Welles, who died like a week later. Oh, uh, well, Galactus was trending today on Twitter, and I didn't want to click on it because I was afraid I'd get spoiled on something. All right, whatever. Uh, we got all kinds of stuff going on this week. We got the news. We got uh, weird comics facts. We got sports reports. We're going to be talking the movie Alien. Oh, my God, there's so much Alien news this week. <laughs> yeah, I know. There actually is. Yeah, like Las Vegas, the Alien... <laughs> Sighting in Las Vegas? Um, I I saw it, didn't click on it, don't know. Oh, well, don't worry about it. And your questions. Time codes listed down below, but let's just dive straight into the news. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? It's time for the news. So I guess, I didn't even write this down, but I guess we can talk about it. Okay. This is a spoiler for Transformers Rise of the Beast if you haven't seen it. Plug your ears. Well, it's in time codes oh, down okay. below. I'll I'll be kind. I'll be kind if you haven't seen it. Be kind, please rewind. I mean, I don't really give a shit because even though I just watched Bumblebee, I, I hate these movies overall. Okay. 
the movie ends with um anthony ramos who was in in the heights he played um a couple of roles in hamilton ending with him joining up forces with gi joe Ooh, and i don't know shit about gi joe we've talked about this before like those like i mean between like the 60s and 80s if you had kind of like choppy shitty animation i I was a judgy ass kid like i didn't care i didn't want to watch that well gi joe is the doll with real hair kung fu grip uh yes uh but so i mean my gi joe knowledge is basically non-existent i in, in the comics world i know that uh, number one that Marvel put out sells uh, real well. If you got like a nine eight or something, and I know like that one cover with Snake Eyes sells really well. And that's the end of my GI Joe knowledge. My GI Joe knowledge is uh, very similar to um, the edits and the voiceovers of the GI Joe PSAs that were at the end of the episodes. Yeah, I, that's I am aware that those happen, but I I did not I didn't watch the show. I it wasn't I was never into that like no. kind of like shoddy animation. I wasn't, and really, I make no apologies for. He's it. a real American hero though. It's a whole group, isn't it? Yeah, but G.I. Joe is a real American hero. Says that's the that's the tagline. Snake Eyes. That's the go. one that I know. Yep. He was silent? Yeah, he didn't talk. So okay, so silent. I think so, yes. Great. I don't have full recollection of that. But I saw like people getting excited about it online. It's like I haven't like this is the thing I've been waiting for for forty years and I saw it, I was like, I don't care at all. I don't know. What do you think about it? Uh, ah, I took a shot at your phone and uh-huh. you dodged. I don't really have a strong opinion on it either way. Sure, it's a untapped franchise in a lot. I think there was a what? There was a GI Joe movie. There were two. There were yeah. two GI Joe movies, and then a Snake Eyes movie. Yeah. Aside from animated stuff, there's been three live action GI Joe movies. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I know. <laughs> that reaction kind of like sums it up. Like, oh yeah, that happened. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I didn't clearly. I didn't watch it, so I can't really speak to it. So, yeah, whatever. Bruce Willis is in one of them. Ah. I mean, you kept your phone in your hand, but I smacked it. That's true, you did. I got to have to answer this real quick. I think it's, again, and it goes to our letters to the editor question later, there's just some, un- I mean, it's obviously been a tapped franchise, but I mean, they start making movies about all different kinds of toys. You got the Barbie movie. Of course, there was like Barbie cartoons and, and whatnot, and Barbie comic books, and G.I. Joe comic books, so... If you can make money with it and you can make a good product and you can do well by the creative licensing on it, then sure, go for it. Yeah, I, I'm sure I know there are people out there who are like tapped into those kind of franchises. And I'm sure that will be exciting for them. But for me, like it, it doesn't it does nothing for me personally, but I also don't care about that franchise. I also barely care about Transformers. So mm, true. Transformers robots in disguise. I did very much enjoy um i think probably my favorite part of uh the bumblebee movie was john cena being like the decepticons coming and they're like they're faking out like the u.s military they're like we are the decepticons and we're here to help you and like there's a scene of him talking to like his superiors he's like their name is the decepticons is that not like ringing a bell for anyone that this is maybe something we shouldn't do yeah they're just they're <laughs> deceiving you I, that was probably my favorite moment of the movie john cena be like their name is the decepticons come on guys and you could see him in that movie. I could. Yes. I made a terrible... He's... I don't know. What car company is he doing commercials for? Um, I can't remember. I know Tom Brady's doing a lot of Hertz yeah, commercials. But there's there was one, and I, I, I totally just set myself up. I was talking to my wife. I was like, is that John Cena in there? She's like, um, yeah, I think so. I'm like, oh, I don't know, because I couldn't see him. There's like Ooh. 10 seconds of silence. She's like, is that a pun on his name? I'm like, yeah, it was. Ooh. And then she divorced me. So, <laughs> Wow. That explains why she wasn't here when I got here today. I love her John, a John Cena joke. 
All right, um, we're going to move on from uh, that. So now we're into the regular news. Uh, time goes, listen, blah, 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 blah. Here's a fun comics one. Oh, uh, okay. Since Disney has acquired Fox, mm-hmm. they're doing, I think this is going to be a fun-ass crossover, Wolverine versus Predator. Oh, let's go. Sign yeah, me not? up. Sign <laughs> me up. Predator, uh, this was a big week for movie anniversaries. Predator, Raiders of the Lost Ark, ARK. Yeah. Uh, what else? There was a couple other ones, that, big ones that came out this week. E.T., uh, it's a big week for movie history. Yeah, Wolverine versus Predator. I just think that sounds like a fun concept. Like it doesn't need, like don't worry about it like being canon or any of that stuff. It's just like yeah, Wolverine fighting the Predator. Live action? No, in a comic. Oh, in a comic. Ah, yes. That just sounds fun. Yeah, absolutely. I'd, Sign me up. I would totally read that. It was just like two kind of like unstoppable kind of hunters with big old claws hunting each other in the forest. It's true. Just getting real stabby. Slice, slice, slice. I think it sounds fun. Um, I, I, I'm totally on board for Wolverine versus the Predator. Like, if you got, like, the license to just play with stuff, play. Just just do a fun thing. Play. Play. From the movie Hook? Mm. Okay, fine. Uh, sad news. Author Cormac McCarthy passed away. Uh, if you don't know the name, you definitely know some of his work. As far as adaptations go, probably the big one, he wrote No Country for Old Men. Oh, good movie. Coen Brothers. I mean, based on... Cormac McCarthy's story. Yes. Also, um, I remember... Did they draw on any of his stuff for um, Ballad of Buster Scruggs? Couldn't tell you. Have you seen that? Nope. Really good. Entertaining as fuck. Uh, he also wrote The Road, which was uh, kind of an indie movie that was released that didn't really get any attention that uh, starred Viggo Mortensen. But the book was like regarded as like one of the best books of like the 2000s, like the initial decade. And it, I've read it. It's a great book. Um, it kind of... You kind of have to adjust to it, like the way that it's written as far as like how like chapter breaks go. It's pretty unconventional. But like once you get, get into the flow of it, like it's a it's an excellent book. And it's also like insanely dark. It's a post-apocalyptic thing about just like um, like the man and the boy because they don't have names in it, like trekking across this land. And I, like the darkest scene there is like um, they hear like in a distance, like a woman giving birth. But because it's the post like post-apocalyptic, like you then also hear them eating said immediate newborn oh oh ooh. yeah so you know fun uh that's the opposite of fun but i mean he he was definitely one of the uh best regarded like contemporary authors out there right now passed away at the age of 89 so i mean he had a good run but absolutely i'd love to see like late 80s early 90s that'd be perfect i wouldn't but well you're not staring out the barrel 40 <laughs> 80s 80s a lot closer in the front view the front mirror than it is the back of the windshield i should say but yeah, it just, you know, I mean, whenever, like, big names go, and definitely, like, a huge author name, just sad news. Mm. Disney, uh, probably because of the writer's take, they didn't fully confirm this, but uh, their release date schedule has, it, it's all just muddled now. I saw Avatar had dates pushed back, King Empire and... Um... King Dynasty. King Dynasty and Secret Wars got pushed back. Yeah, all kinds of stuff happened. Uh, like you said, a like most of the Marvel stuff got pushed back with the exception of Deadpool that got pushed up probably because everything else is like not at a level of production where they can release it. Yeah, probably. I don't know how this Deadpool movie is going to be because so much stuff is sh- shifted around because of the writer's strike. Like, I hope it's good. We'll find out. But them pushing it up, not being able to like touch the script, all this stuff is like, it's kind of a little concerning about how Deadpool three is going to be. It sounded so promising when it, wasn't involved with the writer strike, but that's been pushed up. Everything else has been uh, pushed back. What's kind of cra- I guess we'll kind of have to see the TV slate, but like between Avengers Kang Dynasty and Avengers Secret Wars, there's like a full year in between them. So we might yeah. like we you know we're 
in the last couple of years, we've kind of gotten accustomed to that, like three Marvel movies a year. And now we're looking at like a full gap again, like after like um, Infinity War and Endgame, which is fine. Yeah, I, we'll see like what their TV slate looks like kind of in that interim. But I don't know, it, that kind of sucks. Also, like all the Avatar movies got pushed back. So now like Avatar 5 is a kind of 2031. Yeah, that's a long time. Well, it's uh, I mean, eight years. Hey, motion capture, baby. They ain't going to age. It's also a very good point. It's an excellent point, actually. Uh, the the other one that got announced, um, hey, because of this week's topic, Alien, the new Alien movie. We don't know if it's a reboot, a sequel, somewhere in the middle. We don't know fucking shit about it. Sigourney Weaver's all over the show. She was in. Well, Sigourney Weaver isn't in this, but the new oh. Alien movie will, uh, does have a release date for 2024 now. Oh, okay. Will we get Ripley in this? No, not at all. No, Ripley 8, done, gone. She is uh, officially done. This came out, uh, I don't know, a month or two ago. She was saying, like, uh, originally Neil Blomkamp, the guy that did District 9, was going to do an alien movie that was going to um, ignore everything that happened after 2. It was going to have um, oh, the, her and Michael Bean in it. The time that she got impregnated by, the, by a face hugger and was carrying an alien queen. Yeah. All that stuff is going to go away, but... Uh, and jumps into molten lead, just like the Terminator does. That movie went away because um, basically Neil Blomkamp did District 9, and then uh, his next couple of movies bombed like crazy. He did Elysium, and he did Chappie. Didn't see either of those movies. I did. It sucked. All right, good to know. Elysium, that's one with Matt Damon. Yes. And he's bald. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like Elysium and Chappie. Chappie is a hard movie for me to judge because I can't... I can't tell if it's a bad movie. It probably is. It's probably a bad movie. And also, I haven't I've watched it once, like when it came out, so I haven't seen it in a while. But like the basically, the marketing pitched you an entirely different movie than what it actually was. So mm. when you go with like an expectation of okay, this is what I'm watching, and then like what you watch is like 180 degrees away from that. It it makes it I don't know that that it makes it hard to judge a movie. Extremely hard. But yeah, so yeah, Alien Four coming 2024. Woo! All right. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem reactions are out, at least a couple of them. And? Uh, incredibly positive. Well, that's that bodes well for the movie. Yeah, it, it's not. Uh, the reactions are going off of not a completed movie. Ah, a but, little test screening. But basically, it's coming out that um, people are saying it's the best thing for the franchise since like the 1990 movie, which might be true. I mean, I love the 2012 series. I'm also well on record in the show. For really enjoying the 2007 animated movie. Mm. But if this is good, great. I want it to be good. That says a lot saying it's a, the best thing that happens since the 1990 movie. Because the 1990 movie is a huge piece of nostalgia. Yeah. I mean, I also like the 2003 series. There's been plenty of good... We're a couple years away from that that movie being 25 years old. Yeah. But I mean, at least initial positive reactions. I hope it's good. Mm. I mean, without... I don't like to live in that world of extremes of like, it's the best thing since, you know... Sliced bread. I didn't want to say that, but yeah. The wheel. Since the wheel sliced some bread, it was a pizza cutter. Ah, that that is a genius invention. Can Mm. we talk about how smart that is? Just a rolling slicer? Mm, For pizza, specifically. You can use it for other things, but the fact that it was designed specifically for pizza. I mean, good sign. Bad sign. Oh, um, no. And let's take this. I feel like we need to mention it, but it's like one of those things that's too early to kind of, I don't know. All right. I don't know. Tenok Haruda. The guy who played Namor in uh, Wakanda Forever yes. has been accused of sexual assault. Uh-oh. Yeah. This was done by an ex-girlfriend of his, and he has put out a statement since then, like, denying everything. It's so early into it, I, I don't have an opinion. Bec- there's just... There, there's just... Right now, it's 
purely a uh, he said she said thing i don't have an opinion if it's true it's bad i think again this needs to play itself out in the way that it needs to play itself out every time this this comes up on the show you need to have a level of empathy for the victim the person who's coming out and speaking out about this experience that they that they've that they've had and that it, everything needs to take its process you can't yeah he just let- jump on and not believe her but you also can't just jump on and immediately buy it and believe it you got to let things play out yeah he put hopefully out a- not in like a johnny depp amber heard way because oh, that yeah. was he put out a statement saying like look we like about a year ago we were in a consensual relationship for a number of months um and since then that she's been saying stuff kind of like privately and publicly to people i you know i've hired a legal team to kind of like clear my reputation but i said it's too early to know Mm -hmm. this is also just um i don't know if pet peeve is the right term but something that greatly annoys me is like she put this out on saturday Mm -hmm. on twitter and this is also one where i'm a little if I'm kind of tiptoeing around it is because the information that was put out was in Spanish, which I do not speak. So I'm kind of entirely reliant on other people translating and interpreting it. Fair enough. So it's, I, I can't go into it with like, I don't know, the same level of not confidence, but just like I'm, I'm less informed because I'm reliant on others. Mm-hmm. But like she put this out on Saturday and then on Monday, like he put out his statement and this drives me fucking nuts with websites. They're like, he breaks his silence. I'm like, it's been a day. It's not really breaking silence. It's, it's been out there for like 24 to 36 yeah, but that's hours. Like, that's the salacious thing that gets you I, to like, I know, but it, I, I understand oh, that, but it's, I just think it's such he's a, talking clickbait, click, click. I just, I always hate stuff like that. Like breaks his silence. Like, this just happened. Mm-hmm. He's not breaking his silence. Like he's responding in a pretty quick turnaround. I would say yes, he is. But again, that I also like to make it clear that I'm not saying that he is innocent in any way, shape, or form. I just I always hate like the kind of headline of like breaks his silence. Like it's a pretty quick turnaround. It's an extremely quick turnaround. That's more me yelling at um not even this specific publication, just like a you know, like you said a, a salacious headline like breaks his silence like. Mm. How much quicker did you want him to do this? Within, like, what, 35 seconds of her sending out those tweets? Yeah. I mean, I think if you take time to have a measured response, that seems a lot better than an immediate reactive, like, a reactive moment. Like, oh, they just tweeted that. Well, 30 seconds later, well, guess what? That's some bullshit or something like that. Yeah. I mean, we'll see what comes of it. I mean, I guess ultimately my hope is that he's innocent of it. Just that's not even, like... He needs to continue on his name more. The Marvel Cinematic Universe is just, you know, I kind of generally hope that people aren't sexually assaulted. I think that's a better hope. Yes. Yeah. I, I couldn't give half a shit about like Marvel stuff like recasting happens. Yeah. At this point, there's there are so many cast members and like this entire like working wheel. Like I, I want the people that I watch like doing the art and the entertainment I enjoy to be generally decent human beings that don't. Yeah. I mean, everybody's got. Everybody has issues. I don't necessarily want to watch somebody who has subscriptions, if you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, so, so, you know, certainly disturbing allegations, but I am purely mentioning them because mm. it's it's out there. I, I don't have an opinion at this point. All right. There you go. Uh, what else? Oh, <laughs> full shift. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe a Zelda movie is happening, which wouldn't be a huge shocker after the um, massive financial success of Super Mario Brothers. This is, I'm going to put this in big old quotes, like reportedly, this is not official. Mm-hmm. This is reportedly that uh, Nintendo and Universal are uh, moving forward with the Legend of Zelda movie. 
I mean, I feel like that's one that's been a long, long time coming. We had there was originally going to be an, there, uh, a couple of years back. I know we talked about this before. There was going to be a Netflix series, but then because it got leaked, Nintendo is like so protective of their stuff. They're like, you know what? This got leaked. Fuck you. No, we're not doing it anymore. I mean, the last time we've had anything that like Legend of Zelda wise that wasn't a video game for consumable media was those little mini cartoons as part of the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. I know it was full episodes. Yeah, but I mean, it was still tied in with those. Excuse me, princess. Yeah, fucking awful. Uh, My exposure. I didn't watch that when it happened. Um, Going back and rewatching it, Link is as the headline of one of your articles on the internet not your article but a headline you wrote link is super horny in that he is <laughs> i did write a title that's super horny yes um, he's try forcing himself upon the princess i was exposed to that show when i was working at eb games mm. back in the mall for a while we had a couple of tvs like you could just like your eb games was like at that point it was entirely gamestop but there was also another gamestop in the mall so we you know kept the separate title they would send us a DVD every month of just like, you know, just plug this into your thing. It would play on like the two very boxy TVs that we had in there. And, you know, we all got real bored of those DVDs. So sometimes we would just throw in other stuff. But yeah. Sometimes we would just be like fully like just like playing fighting games against each other or whatever the hell. Or sometimes we would just throw in like movies or TV shows. And sometimes it was um, someone had the box that of like, yeah, the Super Mario Brothers Super Show and Legend of Zelda. So we would just have those playing in the store. Awful, awful thing. And then eventually, like, they changed to, like, we got a flat screen in there that was uh, was no longer, like, a DVD they sent us. It was just, like, uploaded through the internet. Oh, the internet. Yeah. Oh, boy. And I saw, like, the same two clips of the Big Bang Theory, like, every 45 minutes. How'd that make you feel? I have never watched that show, uh, primarily because I had to watch those two same goddamn clips constantly. And also, uh, something that I don't... Oh, man. What's the name of that song? All-American Rejects. Give me a song title. Uh, swing, swing. No, not that one. I can't God think of. Damn it! Gives you hell. Oh so, yeah, that one. That's what I was. I saw that music video about eight thousand times. That's probably a low ball figure. But yeah. Anyway, uh, Zelda movie may be coming. I actually don't want this. You don't? No. Why well, not? Because part of like, well, Zelda is it's my favorite like gaming franchise, and I I love the story of it. But like, part of it is like Link is a silent character, and like the last time we saw Link given a voice. It was so bad, I don't really want to see that repeated, and I don't even know how you would necessarily give Link a voice. I think part of the game, even though like you're, it's all you know preset uh, conversations that you're having with other characters, I think part of what makes uh, Zelda games work is that when you're Link, you can kind of you know like impress yourself onto the character because he is literally a mute character. Mm, you are him. Yeah. So there's part of that where. The idea of giving the character a voice kind of puts me off to it. Like, may, it could it could be done well. It could be. But it just feels like such a tight balancing act. And there's also, like, so many different versions of it and, like, the timeline. For as much as people want to, like, try and make, like, a video of, like, the complete Zelda timeline explained, blah, 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 it doesn't work at all. Not even fucking slightly. So I just feel like there's going to be so much, like, nitpicking and, like, weird decisions and also trying to create a personality for a character that very intentionally doesn't have a personality i just i have no interest in it all right well i know i think it's one of the most badass video game theme music suites ever great greatest music in video game history love it but i don't i just don't i don't know maybe you could maybe like maybe people smarter than me could do it but i just i think it would be very hard to balance 
people's expectations and also trying to make it accessible for kids and everyone and just i don't link does wear a fancy hat though in one game it's a bird it's very fancy hat then he talks to you but link doesn't no he doesn't the hat just talks a lot oh well good for the hat chatty fucking hat oh well there you go it's like i used to be a wizard now i'm a hat it happens you know there are worse demotions in life i suppose i don't know i just it it feels to me too complicated to to be able to hit like pleasing fans and pleasing general audiences and i i don't it's just i think there's i would be interested to like see a treatment for it before i really pass judgment on it maybe i don't know uh, expendables uh expend fourables yeah god damn it it's like fan four stick all over again <sighs> they'll die when they're dead stupid fucking tagline that's yeah i mean if you're dead you can't die you've already died i've seen two and three once i i rewatched one like maybe two or three times i enjoyed the first one i understood what it was it wasn't trying to be more than it was and then they try to like build out their own like weird bullshit lore and i disliked both of the sequels and now there's a fourth one that has no uh schwarzenegger no bruce willis stallone is gonna be barely in it yeah i think it looks like it's a jason statham movie it is yes stallone has been very upfront about that i doesn't look terry cruz doesn't look like he's in it nope like one of the things but at least 50 cents in there thank god you know action 80s action superstar 50 cent wasn't he in get rich or die trying i have no idea i feel like well i don't know i mean I, the trailer wasn't anything that got me really like, super hyped. It was, again, generic. Bad guys have bad things, and we're going to go wipe them out. I think I like one, two, and three. I think one, like you said, is the best. I, um, do, I think I, I'm not going to say like one is good, but it's at least fun. Mm, it's very fun. I, think, I, can, I can live with fun. And then like they kept building like the I'll be back line. You've been back enough. And then he like comes crashing oh, back God, in. Oh, God, I forgot about And then, he, like, then he, Arnold comes back with yippee Kaye. Like it's just... The the scene with Chuck Norris and he tells the Chuck Norris joke, but he's so dry about it. It's just like if only there was a I, lever to make Chuck Norris interesting. There were some great. I love some of the names of like Toll Road, Conrad Stonebanks. I see. I don't give a Lee shit, Christmas. I mean, there's fun stuff. It's like, oh look, there's Jet Li fighting Dolph Lundgren. Like that's fun. Yes. Megan Fox is in there, and like I just looking at this trailer, I'm like, I thought I wanted it, but now that I see the trailer, I don't think I want it. I I I have no interest in this. This looks really bad. Doesn't look good. No, you're right. Speaking of looking really bad, mm-hmm. I, I think I praised this the first like teaser trailer that came up. But uh, Skull Island, the animated show on Netflix, had its first full, full trailer. trailer. Yeah, yeah. King Kong, all their like fighting monsters and stuff. There, there's more plot and details, and this looks terrible. And I fucking love Kong. I the original Kong is like one of my like top favorite movies of all time. This show looks Rough. awful. Rough. I have, I mean, I know just said like Expendables. Like Expendables for me is like, whatever. Like if I if I miss it, whatever. But like Kong for me is like it's one of my favorite things of this world. But I I watch this trail and like I don't I don't want to watch this. And now that I don't have Netflix anymore because of their password sharing thing. Oh, good point. Thank God because I was watching that and I was saying, great, I'm gonna have to like dedicate 12 hours of my life to watching this no I, for the show no i'm not getting i'm not buying netflix again to watch this show it looks terrible this trailer is doing this show no favors that joke at the end of the trailer uh, they should call this not nice island Ugh. i mean the action looks bad i don't care about the humans like story at all like this is, this is an ugly looking trailer yeah zero interest and this again 
You love Kong. I fucking love Kong. But... You're a huge Kong guy. I count <laughs> right in your basement alone. I can immediately see two Kong statuettes. I see three. One, two, three. I see one, two. Where's three? Well, I see. I see Homer. Oh, I see Homer Kong. Okay, yes. From the Simpsons. Love yeah. that. Uh, I see. There's a NECA figure. There's a pump. There's a yeah. There's a pump. Where's the NECA figure? Uh, that thing that has like the oh uh, yeah the yeah, door yeah open yeah okay there you go. See, I can't really see that one from here. So there's three. Yeah, at least immediate ones. Plus a bunch of comics. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I love Kong, but this that trailer, like, it totally turned me off to the series. I'm like, nope, don't want to watch this. Nope. And one more trailer this week. Disney next week is going to be releasing a Stan Lee trailer, a documentary. Well, they, they released a trailer, but the documentary is coming out. Yeah, I don't know what I said. <laughs> you said they're releasing a documentary. Yeah, they are. Or a trailer documentary. Whatever. A trailer, like a trailer came out for a documentary about Stan Lee. Okay, I'll, I'm definitely going to check it out. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it's probably well documented on the show. I am always a little hesitant on um, the glorification of Stan Lee. Not, I mean, I know there was like stuff that came out like towards the end of his life that I certainly don't know what the answers are, but I I don't like the continued like persona of Stan Lee being like Stan Lee created everything because I'm like, eh, there, will, oh, there will be an eternal debate that no one can ever fully answer, but I'm always more like, I think Kirby did more than Stan. Yeah, I know you're, you're a bigger Kirby guy than Stan guy. And I, that's not me trying to discredit Stan Lee, but like, I mean, I, I've said this up and down a million times. I think Jack Kirby is the greatest American creator of all time, like more than Lucas, more than Spielberg, more than Stan Lee. Like Jack Kirby pulled more stuff out of his ass than I think anyone else in American history, as far as like, just like insane, like base creations. And Stan is right there. Like he was working alongside him, but like I... But Kirby's ability to take Stan's ideas and bring them to life. But it wasn't it wasn't that though. It wasn't But taking... also the things he came up with on his own. But Stan Stan was a salesman. Stan was a guy that could present. Like that wasn't Kirby's thing. Kirby's thing was like, I'm just gonna do the work and I'm gonna keep my head down and I'm just gonna keep working. Versus Stan was, you know, I mean, not quite a snake oil salesman, but he was the guy who was like, Hey, true believer, I'm out here in the front and no, oh, look at all this stuff that I'm doing that we're doing here versus Kirby who's like doing all the fucking work. Or mm-hmm. Not all of it. I don't know. It's it's hard Well, I mean, history is written by the winners. And Stan Lee put his name out there in a big bad way that Kirby never did. So when I see stuff like this, I'm like, Yes, Stan is massive. I don't want to take away from how big he was, but I don't You don't I, want to I, I just don't I don't like you don't the, like the revisionist history that it was all Stan Lee. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I guess I can stand with that. Because, like, I do I personally think it was more Kirby? Yes. Is that definitive? No. Will there be a definitive answer on that? Never. Fucking ever. No. Like, people, you can get presented with a bunch of different arguments. but And I, I think they worked fantastically together. But I, I've just never... No, I, I shouldn't say never. It's just the more information I take in the less that I think that Stan was the driving force. Although, like, there's so much good stuff about Stan Lee. Like, he's, he, he's written, like, some of the best shit of all time. And he also, I, I think something that doesn't really get sold to, like, the main public mm-hmm. is how good of an editor he was. And, like, how people would bring him stuff, he just, and he would just, like, rearrange it. It's like, this is what you gotta do, blah, blah, blah. Like, Stan, for all intents and purposes, is, like, one of the best editors of all time. Yeah. I, I don't want to ever discredit him. I just, I always push back against the idea that, like, Stan was the driving force. If that sounds fair. I hope it sounds I, fair. I think that's, I understand what you're saying, is it's very much, 
you know, you can also make the same arguments about, um, you know, who is more important to the Patriots' success. Was it Tom Brady or Bill Belichick? They both have equal parts, and there's going to be two camps that are always going to exist. You can say the same thing about Phil Jackson and Michael Jordan well, I with mean, the Bulls. You could, I know, you know, this is kind any of any duo. It's this is a broad one, but I I think there's an argument to be made that like even though I don't fully believe this argument, but I think there's an argument to be made that you could say that Steven Spielberg is a better producer than he is a director. Like the stuff that he has produced has been insane. Like how much like behind the scenes stuff. And I, that's kind of how I kind of equate Stan as like maybe his strongest talents are what's being put forward. I, I think it's the combination of the two, two very elite talents at what they do and their marriage created such amazing things and it's always going to be, like you said, an unending debate where you there's always going to be two different opinions. Who was more important to who? Would Jack Kirby have happened without Stanley? Would Stanley have happened without Jack Kirby? Probably, but would it would they both have been as big as they are? Obviously, we'll never know that. I mean, there's because they both did independent stuff, but they're just two names that are going to be synonymous with each other for all time. Which I mean, it's true. Like they both did do stuff independently outside of the other one. I mean, you could, I mean, Stan and Steve Ditko, I mean, because you have like Doctor Strange and Spider-Man, but like the two of them outside of each other were never as good as they were together for as much as I love, you know, a lot of like Jack's independent stuff. And for as much as I love a lot of Stan stuff that he did like outside of Kirby, like, yeah, it's just, yeah, I just don't like the edification of like, it was, it was just Stan. And I, I just, I feel like the Marvel movies have kind of presented that uh, in a higher amount than yeah I, I think is warranted but also i think here's the other stan, piece because stan lee loved being fucking stan lee yes no one loved being stan and, lee more than he did. and he was a character unto himself but i think the other piece to all of this that's important is stan lee only passed away a few years ago jack kirby died in 94 yeah so if kirby had still been around for the advent of the marvel movies it would be different but history is written by those who are still alive. And Stan Lee got 30 more years or close to 30 more years than Jack did. So then you, over time, those things change. And the yeah, history Yeah, it changes. probably didn't help that Jack Kirby was sucking down like a million cigars a day. <laughs> probably not. But again, that gap between what Stan died, what, three years ago? Nine, like 2000. Yeah. 18 yeah so whatever it was 94 to 2004 to 14 to, so 25 years had passed i mean that's a really really long time As, especially and like then, the advent of the internet yes so the advent of the internet plus stan was still producing things and creating things through the 90s into the early 2000s and he was he became the face it's what people see hey true believer exactly so I think that also does play a huge role in it, that Jack Kirby died 20, over 20 years before Stan did. So Stan still had two decades of presence in this in this realm and in this medium that allowed him or just allowed for the natural, he's still here and you still see it. Um, but anyway, yeah, upcoming uh, documentary. Can't wait to see it. Interesting. To, uh, I'm. It'll be interesting to see how they treat Jack Kirby through that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm... I'm I will be interested to see how they treat us. I mean, it's not just Kirby. There's also guys like Steve Ditko. There's, you know, John Romita Sr. There's a there's a bunch of other guys that like were oh, yeah. involved with this stuff. So I don't know. I am I am interested to see it, certainly. And I you know, I hope it doesn't come across as like I hate Stan Lee. I fucking don't by any stretch of the imagination. But I don't yeah. know. We'll see. All right, that's it for the news. All right, so we're gonna move on from there to weird comics facts. 
Here are some weird comic facts. Prepare accordingly. I'm going to make some weird shit. It's pretty freaky, but it's safe. As we are talking alien this week, I got some alien facts for you. Yes. I got two. Okay. Like, I, is this the thing that I do now? I always feel like the segment is short. So I'm, well, you I, say I, facts, so it's like there's more than one. Is it going to be that the chestburster scene was not, the, the crew didn't know that was happening? The cast didn't know that was happening? No. Okay. I have two alien-related things. All right. Number one, do you know how James Cameron pitched the sequel to Alien, Aliens? Uh, I did not. He apparently walked into a boardroom, wrote the word alien on a whiteboard, mm-hmm. threw an S in there to aliens, and then just drew a line through that S as a dollar sign. Well, and that's an, and that's how he got approved for aliens. And that was an effective pitch. Because it was just alien, but aliens with a dollar sign. Well, there you go. And that's how aliens happened. I fucking love that movie. That's a that's a great sequel to a great movie. One of my favorite movies. Game right. over, man. <laughs> the great Bill Baxton. All right, other one. Uh, an Alien Resurrection, terrible movie, written by uh, everyone's favorite Joss Whedon. Oh, okay, cool. To be fair, um, the how much was taken away from him in this movie and also the Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie is what led him to create the Buffy series. But anyway, there is a scene in Alien Resurrection where Sigourney Weaver has a basketball and she does this behind the back shot by about 20, 25 feet. Yeah, made it on the first try. Sinks it. She practiced it like all hell. Mm-hmm. She does it without looking. It's, it's an entire trick shot. Sinks it. But there's two kind of issues with it. One is Ron Perlman's in the scene, and like he's supposed to be like you know, this like rough and like I'm I'm a big, yeah. I'm a big rough guy. And he she made the shot, and you can see him in the, like the frame, just like freaking out. He's like, "Holy shit!" Like, <laughs> just like so excited that yeah, she nice. did this. But the other issue with that shot is it looks fake. Because Sigourney Weaver threw the basketball so high. It went out of frame. It goes out of frame, comes back in, and then hits the basket. So it looks fake, even though it was entirely real. Good for Sigourney. I just think that's so fucking cool. It is. That she just practiced that shot over and over again. They do they do this take. Like, over I, and over and I over. Think, no, I think they only did one take, if I'm remembering it. I wish I'd looked this up. I think it was only one take where she just did it, chucked it up, goes in. Like behind the back, like Switch. 20, 25 feet, and there's just Ron Perlman like, oh! All right, well, there you go. They're my uh, fun alien facts of the week. I love it. All right, so we're going to go from sinking baskets to sinking baskets. It's time for Jared Sports Reports. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. Bear tested. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Oh, and they tackle him at the 40-yard line. It's time for another Jared Sports Report. That was that was horrible. Fuck off. Okay, well, there it is. Uh, we'll start in the NBA. The Denver Nuggets did it. A gentleman's sweep of the Miami Heat. They are the world champions. Zach is the second happy. He's like moderately happy about it because the Heat lost. Yeah, I don't care about the Nuggets winning. I just like the Heat losing. Well, there you go. First championship uh, for them. And uh, the Joker, he's the MVP of the series. His post-game, conf- his post-game comments were he's like, job, son. I can go home now. He, and then they told him, no, 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 you have to stay around for the parade. And he was legitimately upset. I know. There's also like a video of him, like, how many texts did you get? And he looks at his phone. He's just like, ah! Like, <laughs> yeah. doesn't want to read any of them. He's like, god damn it. I feel like that's how you would be if you won a major thing. You'd be like, I won it. And now there's more work in winning it than there was actually winning it. I know. He just wants to go back to Serbia, that place no one wants to go. But and, he does. And ride a horse. That's what he wants. He doesn't give half a shit about basketball. He just wants to ride a horse in Serbia. Well, he's earned the right to do that, I think. That's all Jokic wants. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, congratulations to the Nuggets. Very fun little thing. So, yeah, Jokic, the series MVP. Uh, Jimmy Butler kicking guys in the dicks again. There was that. Uh, yeah. 
I didn't see the whole. I fell asleep in the third, so I didn't get. I didn't even get to see the win. I was kind of like in and out of it. It was what it was. I mean, eh. I I woke up at like one a.m. checked the score out. Just went. Yes. I'd be curious to see what the um the ratings are. I'm gonna guess it's one of the lower rated NBA finals in the last ten years. Well, I can tell you that. Hey, my TV was on. I just you know was asleep. No, well, I mean, because <laughs> I I fell asleep. Fair in the third. enough. <laughs> Uh, let's see what other DeAndre Hopkins, formerly of the Arizona Cardinals, has a two-day visit planned with the New England Patriots. He had a quote positive uh, meeting with the Titans, but he's going to be spending two days with the Patriots during this week. Uh, mini camp is going on for the Patriots. Uh, good things happening there. The Boston Red Sox continue to live uh, right around either side of 500. Funny video clip: John Sterling, the voice of the Yankees, he got hit in the face with a baseball in the booth. Kept broadcasting. Good for him. And. <laughs> amazing did you have you seen that video clip no oh it's that's awesome it, yeah he's like here's a foul ball and it hits him he's like ow <laughs> ow it hit me uh so there was that the yankees also suck so it's you know not as bad that the socks suck i retweeted this did you see my favorite sports story of the week no kevin garnett and paul pierce did a live stream of game three. Oh, i saw like a little bit about like that paul pierce doesn't know how the internet works paul pierce is so loaded it's hilarious he like he i mean paul pierce doesn't know how the internet works i mean going back a couple of years there was like he doesn't know how emojis work like there was one time like instead of just like putting like an emoji of a rocket ship like going off he found like clip art of it and posted it and then like, people roasted him for that there was the thing i love a, it a few years ago i that love got, it got him fired from espn because uh when he hired all those strippers and just like they were throwing like and he was he was just smoking weed and drinking and asking for some girl to come over while like strippers in the background are having poker chips thrown at them oh as one has do you remember this to do. Hilarious. i do yes but then this like he's there with kevin garnett who's like when kevin garnett is your voice of reason you done fucked up because kg is like the most foul mouth like just like big personality in the world like i love kg so much i also love paul pierce but he shows up i think just drunk i mean maybe he's on something but he's loaded out of his mind and on this live stream he keeps on like telling kg he's like there's this girl sitting next to uh, Paul who's like halfway in the frame, like not really. He's like, I found this website where you can get a girlfriend for the day. Oh, girlfriend for the day. Girlfriend for the game. Wow. And he just won't shut up about it. Like, yeah, we get it, Paul. You hired a prostitute. An escort. Yeah. And you're just telling it to the world. Well. And he doesn't know like where players are on the floor. He's like, oh, man, where's Gabe Vincent? KG's like, he's there. So He's right there. He's like, what are you talking about? He's not on the floor. He's like, yeah, he is. <laughs> he's there. He's at the top of the screen. No, he's not. He's like, Paul, he has the ball. No, he doesn't. I think I'm going to entertain myself <laughs> with this tonight. Oh my god, it's do yourself a favor and do it is what you're saying. It's like a three minute video that like oh. I retweeted because someone was uh, good enough to trim it down. But he's just he's so loaded. Like but he's the truth, man. He pulls out this giant cigar that he wants to smoke. He's like, I need a lighter. And someone like off screen like throws a lighter at him, and he gets like real mad. He starts yelling at someone, and KG's like, "It wasn't even from that side. It was over there." Like, calm down, calm down. He just keeps going, like, "Watch the game, watch the game." There you go. And then there's a point where um, Paul Pierce is looking at his phone, and like KG's like, "We need to have like some production here. Like, someone needs to edit this like live. Like, it, this is not working." And there's a point where like Paul looks at his phone, and he's just like, "Oh, this is happening now." Like he just sees like all the reactions like coming into him for like this insane oh, drunk oops. rant that he's going on. Yeah, about the internet. And it's so like you just see like his eyebrows raise and he's just like, "Oops, my oh, bad. My bad. This is what a live stream my is." Bad. Live. The word live I think is is critical to that. It's it's insane. It's 
hilarious too i love that paul pierce has no idea how the internet works well i mean as one has want to do there's this thing like when you get famous where like you just stop learning about stuff mm. like you kind of like you just people tap do out. it for you yeah when people are doing stuff where you just kind of like tap out in your technology like one of my favorite videos of all time is like dmx being showed google anything with dmx is fantastic like he freaks the fuck out like he's like spinning in circles like he's like what what hey what a time to be alive where did you hear about this thing called cell phones yeah oh, but yeah paul pierce watching game three having no idea what like did he ask if he could get on his beeper <laughs> he's so drunk he's so insanely drunk it's 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 hilarious. Speaking of insanely drunk, the Las Vegas Golden Knights on the verge of winning the Stanley Cup Finals it would be uh, huge for Bruce Cassidy, who was fired, let go from the Bo- from the Boston Bruins because they thought he couldn't win the Stanley Cup. Guess who might win the Stanley Cup now? His name is Bruce Cassidy, and he's not in Boston. He's in Las Vegas. They had the Florida Panthers. Game five of that series, uh, the day that we're recording this, which is uh, if you're a Patreon member, you might hear this before the game is over. We'll see. Who knows? I don't, probably not, because by the time Zach edits it and then disseminates it on the internet, there you go. There's that, and the uh, U.S. Open, first major golf tournament since the big new, well, they had the Canadian Open, but the U.S. Open coming up this week, uh, just a week, a little over a week after the big news about Liv, the uh, Saudi Investment Group, and the, uh, or the Public Investment Fund, I should say, and the PGA all talking about merging. Should be a real interesting week at the Los Angeles Country Club and the u.s open so there you go there's your jared's sports reports all right as there was alien news this week we're going to move on we're really just talking alien because i want to talk alien there you go and because the, we had a breather week before the flash and remember in space nobody can hear you scream we're going to talk about that all right we're going to move on from there we're going to talk about the sci-fi horror movie alien i'm the best that there is at what i do but what i do best isn't very nice it's time for an Editor's Note podcast review. Big old geek ephemera. 1979, baby. Jesus, you did your fucking homework. Alien. Came out in 1979, directed by Ridley Scott. I guess we're going on a Ridley Scott kick right now. Mm. Not intentional, just... It happens. Kind of happened. Like, I've been going on a big Spielberg kick in my personal life. Your your show life is your personal life. Sometimes it is. All right, so... Christ, apparently you know more than I thought you did. What is your history with Alien? I remember watching it back in high school and in college... I've never been, I've always been a big sci-fi guy, never been like a big horror guy. So like har. horror. No, har. Har? Har. Har. That's how you pronounce it. Har. Har. All of the sound of me was like, ah! Har. Uh, so no, I've I've been aware of the movie. I'd, I'd watched it several times. You know, I mean, I I think that this movie, like my, my the thing I thought about when I rewatched it is what an unbelievable balance of both horror har har and terror and sci-fi it tar. it checks terror <laughs> terror that, that one's not real terror i don't say but tar. like the difference between horror and terror tar like you know horror is like the actual like seeing it terror is the like feelings leading up to it the the way that ridley scott's able to build up the anticipation the initially you have no idea what's going on. The future scene, like it's a plausible kind of future world that they're living in. They're just truckers. They're, I they're love, space truckers. I love how much it's just stripped down. Like it's not like space travel isn't some big grand like ideal. It's not, you know, like a Star Trek, like nice, polite. Oh, yes, yeah. when a door opens, it's 
It's just this is just a job. Like they're it's just, gritty. They're going out like they're they're literally wearing trucker hats. Yeah, and they just got to go do some like space trucking shit. But like the one thing I do have in this movie, when you think about it, there's so many illogical things that happen. Like you find alien eggs, and one of them attaches itself to a crewmate, and you're gonna let him back. On. Like the whole movie, well, I mean, Rip- they dealt with that. Like Ripley's like he can't come back on quarantine. Yeah, but they're like, nope, we're not gonna quarantine course because ash is an evil android but yeah still, he he's full of milk he's very much full of milk android semen i guess nope didn't like that there you go i didn't like it either but I, this movie does such a great job of world building within the ship like everything happens right within it but the balance of like the future and that sci-fi piece but it feels very real like it could be happening now obviously like wasn't alive in 79 watch the movie for the first time in like the 90s so like but the balance of like the horror aspect of it it's not it's not it's not super gory really i mean obviously outside of like the chest burster and things like that you know but funny for me um yeah. my first introduction to alien i guess would have been space balls mm, yes the, so, the like, trucker scene at the end yes so when i would have like for me my first exposure to the chest burster would have been you know one that comes out and starts doing like that um fucking hello my darling hell yeah that what what's it? michigan j frog like yes do, doing that dance mm-hmm. it was my probably, the high step top hat dance that must have been i can't guarantee it but i would almost it must have been my first introduction was watching space balls yeah where it just pops out and yeah it literally does the top hat dance <laughs> but like the thing about the movie is do, do you think you saw space balls or alien first oh space balls first yeah so like it wasn't like when i saw because i was like aware of like the alien bursting out of the guy's chest so it wasn't like oh wow alien stole that from space balls yeah i think it probably got explained to me when i was watching like oh that's from this movie alien which was such a huge like that movie really helped start to define the genre like there's space some balls yes I see, your Schwartz, I see your Schwartz is as big as mine. What does that make us? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> suck, suck, suck. Blow, blow, blow. That's a great movie. I, re-watch- I need to rewatch it. It's been a long time. Because I have uh, Mel Brooks' autobiography. I haven't read it yet because I was trying to watch all of his movies. I just have to watch Silent Movie and then I'm good to go because I've never seen Silent Movie. Mm. But I, for me, think about other... Like this does have... like if you wa- When you watch this movie and if you've watched any other kind of gritty sci-fi horror movie like, did you ever watch event horizon oh yeah i don't like event horizon i i'm not a huge fan of it but there are so many in rewatching it there are so many similar notes and so many similar things like it feels like a very similar movie yeah that movie definitely stole a lot there's that fucking crazy ending though so i mean yeah. I, i'll give it props for that but the, yeah, the ending like is horizon. fucking wild but <laughs> it's hell it is but i i think with this movie the big thing is for me it balances all three things about science fiction. You have a super smart computer. You have an Android. Corporate I, I greed. I love the technology in this because it's so seventies. Oh, it's hundred percent. Like even like when the hard drive is thinking on on Mother, it's like click click click. It's so fucking seventies what they're doing. I love that because it's it's just one of those things. Like it doesn't line up with like what a futuristic world would be, but it's just like this is what our imagination. But you was can also in a realistic way. But you can also like. There are some pieces in there that are, I mean, think about 2001 A Space Odyssey, the evil computer, the dangers of technology, the dangers of greed. Like, those are very real themes in this movie, right? Like, Ash is sent up by the corporation to retrieve this alien species, this alien sample to bring back. 
I don't know, kind of those who don't watch this movie because there's like actors I really like in there. Like, because uh, who played Ash? Uh, it was Ian Holm. He'd thank been a, you. Thank he was a character actor who'd been in like 20 movies up until that point. Yeah, I too. mean, I, lo- I love Ian Holm. I love John Hurt. And like, so this movie is like kind of. John did get hurt in this movie. <laughs> kind of getting riddled with like actors that I really like. Well, John Hurt wasn't even supposed to be in the movie. They, they had hired somebody else. He was doing a different movie, but then the actor who was supposed to play him had some sort of a health scare, I think diabetes. And then he was able to do it. Tom Skerritt in this movie. Tom Skerritt is really good in this movie as well. So I love the production design of this. And I know it got like expanded on in Prometheus and Alien Covenant. Two movies I do not like. Mm-hmm. Have you seen them? No. Yeah, don't recommend them. <laughs> Skip them. Again, I'm not a big <sighs> horror, scary movie guy. So like. But I love all the mystery about like, you know, seeing like the space jockeys like melted into their seats and like all this technology. And there's just. Yeah. There's a wonderful mystery in there of like, who are these people? Like, how do they get here? What are they doing? Where are these eggs here? What is the ship? It's just, oh yeah, I I love that the world does it. It's it presents you with stuff, but it's not like expository. No, it's... You, you were left with mysteries that were kind of answered. I I, I don't like those other movies, but, but I mean, for the movie on its standalone, I love like you said, it's not a ton of exposition. It's a it the world. The world is built for you, and you're inserted in it. There's the world building doesn't happen. The world is just lived in. I love that things like it. Just the movie says this is how it is. We're not gonna. We don't explain to you how the hypersleep pods work, or the fact that Jonesy does sleep in a hyper. By the way, why did you bring a you know bring a cat in space? Because it doesn't matter. Because it's just it's a truck. Yes, it's a good point. It's a big truck mission. For me personally. I flip a coin. This, and you already mentioned it once. Um, this movie has one of my two favorite taglines of a movie. Mm-hmm. And I think they only come one year apart and for my personal preference. This one um, has in space, no one can hear you scream. Yes. Fucking fantastic. Unbelievable. Tagline. Unbelievable line. I think my, my other favorite tagline is uh, Superman that came out in 1978. You believe a man can fly? Those are probably my two favorite taglines of all time. Well, you don't like they'll die when they're dead? No, I do not like that one. Or, yes. <laughs> I'm uh, pretty solidly against that one. But, I mean, what a great tagline. Just, goddamn, this, I mean, this movie, it it's a couple, I mean, it's a sci-fi movie, but it's also a slasher movie. It's also a haunted house movie. It's all those, and here's the other thing, too, about the timing of the movie. It is in the same decade we were still landing on the moon. Like, space was still very, I mean, not to say that we have a great grasp on space now, but, like, you know, we were coming out of like, we're coming out of that period of like, like initial hardcore space exploration. It was less than, it only been ten years since we had landed on the moon in 1969. Now it's 1979 when this movie comes out. Like, the thought of this also being a really real thing in the future. Like, there's no warp drive. There's like, yeah, anything, anything like that. Like the hypersleep, which also doesn't explain in the next movie why. Or how that you know Ripley had a child, but she'd been gone for fifty-seven years, like more than fifty-seven years in hypersleep. In the tra- like, and there's some incongruencies about how the the space travel works in this, That's other a- than like the hypersleep part of it. But the xenomorph is a fucking incredible design, unbelievable. I mean, I love the face hugger. I love the chest burster, and like the grown-up xenomorph. And if we get into the next movie, I love the alien queen. Like, just incredible designs. Like, I had a 
um, I had this like die cast toy of like the alien in the nineties, like mm-hmm. like when I was a kid, like well before I ever saw this movie. I just like I saw that like um, shop and save. Like when my dad was grocery shopping, like I want that toy. Yeah, you know when there used to be toy sections and grocery stores. But the thing about this with the alien here, it wasn't the same. It was such a big shift in what aliens looked like. It wasn't the green man from Mars with the big eyes and the oval head and the yeah. This one was insanely wet. How is it producing so much wetness? It's such a wet design. But if you were like full it, of acid, you'd be sweating too. It's just pouring. Like, I, like, well, I think it's a cool affect. I'm always kind of like caught up as like, this motherfucker ain't drinking enough water to be producing that much. Or like the the stuff like the acid blood that was like, it's going to melt through the hole and trying to like stop that and not yeah. fully understanding uh, yeah. what was going on. Or, and- or the jump scare with the cat. Mm. Like that's, it's, I mean, I know it's kind of a, at this point in time, like it's kind of like a, even at that time, it was kind of a tired cliche, but still fucking works. When it drops down from the ceiling. And, I mean, the, I love the little mouth. I love the little mouth. Just like what a weird choice that works so well. Yeah. I love the little mouth and a big mouth. But like just the thought of like, this is intelligent life, but it doesn't look like it would be intelligent life on the outside. Like there's just, I don't know. There's so many nuances in this movie that just make it really, really good. And you can, if you're not a scary movie or a horror person, you can kind of get around those things. Just don't watch it in a dark room by yourself. There's also something about like- that was a bad choice. Sigourney Weaver, like there's, it, it wasn't, because we're not quite like into the 80s yet of like, you know, like your Freddy's and your Jason's and your Michael Myers. Also, by the way, like fucking worst names for villains of all time. Fred, Mike, and Jason. Yeah. Super imposing names. But, like, the idea of, like, the final girl, like, it being Sigourney Weaver, and she kicks so much ass in this movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, not as much ass as she's going to kick in the next one, but it at the time, in 1979, that's... Get away from her, you bitch. What a great movie line. You get more alien knowledge than I thought you had. That's what I'm learning today. There you go. See? Everybody learns something. But, I mean, she's so good in this movie. She's just so solid. And I, I love her conviction of, like, it's like, I'm not going to let you in like this. We There's a quarantine. And then, like... What she has to do to beat the alien, all that stuff, and it's we're Even, not we're not quite into like we haven't entered into final girl territory yet, but we're kind of right on that cusp. And she is a very early adopter of that, and it rocks. Like it, it's great to see her in this. Like she's so good. Can we talk about how I love? Like I, it was hard. Like I chuckled a little bit. The alien being dragged behind the escape pod. <laughs> yeah, that um, I was I was gonna. That's in my notes. This movie is damn near perfect, but when, yeah, when she ejects it into space, there, there's only like one bad shot in that movie, and that's yeah. that is it, it. That is just so clearly a guy also, in a suit. Also, where's where's Jonesy during that, all that? Like, she has a spacesuit on. Jonesy's not wearing a spacesuit as a cat, and she opens the airlock. Like, that's a little like, why did the cat not get sucked out too? I'm glad he didn't because I'm a huge cat person. I really I hate that shot so much, which is like saying because this movie is so like damn near perfect. But like that shot of like the alien just hanging out in space. It's just so clearly a guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where everything else it looks it for lack of a better term. It looks alien. And then it's just like, that's a dude. That's a dude in a suit. But it, what it did do, too, is it it opened up the door for other movies like Predator. Predator is alien, but it's in a it's in the jungle. Yeah, I mean, that's also another slasher movie. Yeah, but... I mean, they don't build it as a slasher movie, but it is. No, uh, but I think there's less... Predator's more action, because in the jungle, it's more well-lit, and it's more of a, like, a, oh, wow, kind of thing. This is, like, the sound, the sound editing in this. You're on a dark spaceship, and you don't know what's going on. In the jungle, like, 
we already have a natural fear of the jungle because like there's lions and other things that are gonna... tigers and bears. Oh my, I? yes, yeah. Maybe Wolverine will fight them. Yeah, but also with that with Predator, it's you know it's a bunch of just alpha guys who are like, yeah, we're here to kick ass. These are like you got said, no time to bleed. They're just space. Yeah, he's dug in deeper than an Alabama tick. Stick around. Let's again. Goddamn, I love that line. That. <laughs> that whole I think my whole one of my favorite action sequences in any action movie ever is the whole just indiscriminate destruction of that guerrilla warfare town. <laughs> they just everybody they kill everyone in that joint for no reason whatsoever. But it, I mean, Aliens set the table for movies like Predator and I think Predator doesn't happen or isn't as successful without Alien because again, Predator is just Alien in the jungle. But But don't watch Alien versus Predator. I I saw both of them. Oh, Fuck, they are bad. Well, but just the alien itself, the xenomorph in this, it's a character that doesn't ever do anything but eat people and not speak and drip on things. And it's so... It's so wet. So real. But no. It's such a wet Unbelievable creature. movie. Unbelievable movie. That's what I have to say about that. Yeah. I mean, if we're talking like in terms of the alien lore, like I love this movie. I love the second movie even more than I like this one. But it's, it's such a... You know, I hope that whatever this new one is coming out next year is good because there's been a lot of alien movies and they fucking suck after the second one. Like it's, it, I mean, much, you know, like the Terminator franchise, which also involved James Cameron, like there's two incredible movies and everything else is a dumpster fire. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I hope, hopefully we talk about aliens at some point, but I mean, that will just be like. I don't even know if I have a negative thing to say about that just, movie. It's just going to be me like, I like this part, and I like this part. Well, uh, so when I think of Aliens, I really think of Jurassic Park. It would be three, no, two, two, Jurassic Park 2. Bad movie. I know it's a Spielberg movie, but I like it. No, it's not. It's, yeah, it's two. Because, yeah, two is the one where they go back to the island to try and... it's To me, Jurassic Park 2 and Aliens are very similar in that they're going back to... the. Um, one of them is amazing and one of them is yeah but no but it's similar in that like dr grant is going back to the place he doesn't want that's to not go two, that's three oh, that's three sorry so yeah then well but also you know alan yeah alan <laughs> that's so yeah so sorry three which three is god all ugh. jurassic park three not good but it's Every the Jura- same thing there's but- one amazing movie and everything else sucks the original Jurassic Park is fantastic. That also, his birthday was this week. Yeah, 30th anniversary. Holy cow. Anyway, um, so there yeah, you go. Did I re- so th- that came out in 93, so I would have been five at the time. The th- Oh, like speaking of great sound design, the thud of the T-Rex walking and the water just rippling. Which is what? It would be an um, impact tremor. No, it was a bass guitar. Oh, okay. That's how they made that. There are a couple things, though, about like the design of the fence, like... No, but um, anyway, we're not ta- we're not about Jurassic Park. We're talking about Alien. I was gonna at least finish my. So yes. um, it's it's ninety three. I can't even. I can barely imagine this now. Like my parents went out on a date, like to the movies. Like them going out to the movies, like sounds insane to me. It's just not a thing that they would really do for the last twenty years. But they went out on a date in ninety three, and I'm five years old. And they come home, and I went, "Was there a single shot that didn't have a dinosaur in it?" And they went, "Like what are you talking about?" I'm like, "Was there a single shot?" Where there wasn't a dinosaur, and they went, "Yeah, of course." There's and a I, lot of movie. A lot of movie doesn't have a dinosaur. <laughs> and right I just went. I, I literally turned around. I was like, "All right, whatever." <laughs> I was like, "I don't care <laughs> if it, if it's not 100 percent dinosaurs. I don't want to watch this. I'm five. Funny, funny. You're in your 30s and you still feel the same way. <laughs> no, I fucking love that movie. So good. Oh, and like I said, I've been going on a Spielberg kick and, recently. I guarantee you that's coming up in the next week. It's not a bad adaptation of the book either. 
the it's uh, there are some big differences is, though in the book. This is such a rarity. A book you've read that I haven't. You haven't read Jurassic. I have never read Jurassic Park. Oh well, then I won't. There are some pretty decent similarities, but there also are some really big differences. But still, I think it's a fan. It, it was hard to read the book and not imagine the. Um, you read Harry movie. Potter and Jurassic Park, and those are like the eight books you've read. That's not, that's not true. I've read more than that. I've read Hunger Games. <laughs> oh, great. Yes. <laughs> um, well, I read the first Fifty Shades of Grey. And that's our review of Alien. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that book sucks. It's, mm. just, it's just email correspondence. It was so fucking boring. All right. Well, there you go. Yeah. I, Alien. I mean, you know, a big shocker, I guess. Like, I, I guess I don't really have any hot takes on Alien, but I it's, it's such a good movie. I your your takes are so hot the alien is sweating. Just yeah, straight out of that mouth. Drip, drip, drip. Fucking hoses. All right, gonna move on from there. Uh, go watch Alien, I guess. Yep. Hey, and we're gonna move on from there to letters to the editors. Lot of questions. Number one. Damn few answers. Here's another one of your letters to the editors. Make it so. If you want to ask us your own questions, you can. That's mm. right there. It's just an email. Ask. Ask away. You do it. It's it's mm. just editorsnotecomics at gmail all right, what's our question this week? Well, you you say that like you don't know because you bitch at me, but like you never tell me. Well, you did. I'm glad you did because it allowed me to think about it and and do a little research, and I came up with a great answer. I think. All right, question for this week: What video game do you want to see adapted into a movie? All right, I had two answers. Oh, you're going first. I see. Yes, I am because you have your prepared answers. I do. One answer I thought about uh, was Duke Nukem. Apparently, there's one that's in the pipeline because it's you know, just a typical action movie. Yeah, I'm sure that'll come out about as quick as Duke Nukem Forever did. No, that's been forever. So uh, I'm here to kick ass and chew bubble gum, and I'm all out of gum. What anyway, movie was that from? Uh, that was, oh, uh, it had um, Roddy Piper was in it. Uh-huh. Uh, it, was, it had the special glasses. You could see the aliens. I just uh-huh. can't remember the name of the movie. It's on the tip of my tongue. Uh, nope, I, I lost it. I wish you put your tongue away for that. Oh, sorry. Anywho, what's your answer? Well, what was the movie? I gotta look it up. Ah, see, <laughs> <laughs> I win. <laughs> they live. Oh yes, they live. I knew that right. It's but, a fun movie. Yeah. Anyway, and I think it it would work, and it could be you could do it relatively easily, and you wouldn't have to worry too much about like how easy it would have been to do like a Duke Nukem Dolph Lundgren movie. Oh, it would have been 90s. perfect. It would have been absolutely perfect. Star Fox is my answer. Okay. You get space. You get fighting you have anthropomorphic animals can slippy die in a fiery crash sure do a barrel roll help fox fuck you yeah die why are you the bad one but i think you could slippy you could you could rip off a hundred minute star fox movie and have it be animated and have a lot of fun with it i think that could be fun yeah i think star i mean yeah that could definitely it definitely have to be an animated movie yeah and I mean, I haven't seen the Sonic movies, but like, I don't want like that like live action like animated combo. Like, yeah, you could totally do Star Fox. Like between you know the air battles, you could definitely do some stuff on the ground. Yeah, I think Star Fox could totally work. There you go. See, I good answer. When you give me time to think about it and prepare, I come up with good answers. What's well, yours? I have one. You already know. I know, but still, I'm asking you like I don't know. <laughs> Let's pretend that you don't. Yeah. Speaking of Alien, if if there's anything I think could work really well and i think this could work in li- you could do it in live action or animated although i would probably prefer live action uh, metroid which is a heavily alien inspired series it's no i'm picking it yeah but, but still. i mean i mean at least like a lot of those games are presented as a maze like isolation in space fighting aliens you could definitely do that with samus and i mean at this point like 
between like you know like zero suit samus so you could get her like out of the armor you could get her in the armor there's like so much i feel like you could do with that with for as much as it is so clearly inspired by aliens there's enough originality in there that i think you could really make a metroid oh yeah movie work i i think the only stuff that might be a little complicated because i i feel like it's pretty integral to like some of the power set like how do you do the screw attack like how do you get samus like into a literal ball and jump yeah. around like in ball form i th- i think you would kind of have to i think it would be weird to not have like the screw attack in there but like i think you would kind of have to bend over backwards a little bit to create an explanation to uh why she isn't just jelly after l- turning into a literal ball yeah but I mean, beyond it, it would be a good like horror isolation kind of vibe. I think it could work really well. And I mean, there's definitely like big villains in there that you could definitely play up. So I, th- I think, and I don't think there's been there. I mean, there hasn't been like an animated show. There hasn't been anything. I I don't know how Metroid hasn't been kind of tapped for something at this point because it, it kind of feels like a home run. I guess maybe if you're looking at it from maybe a studio perspective, is going like, okay, this is. I mean, you know, over the years, maybe you can say it's like more of an, but like it's, it's a kid's game, but we're leaning into like kind of like a horror aspect. So I could see why there's, if you know, if you got to put up like, you know, a hundred million dollars for it, where there could be some like reservation of like, what's our target audience? I mean, I also don't really give a shit about that stuff. Cause you know, I'm, I'm not the person fronting that money or really have to care about box office, but I think Metroid is the most untapped franchise that i can think of you know it'd be um i was just thinking of it and then i found out there actually is there is one golden axe would have been kind of a fun golden axe could totally be fun but guess what there is a nigerian version didn't know that yes i didn't know that until i just looked it up the tagline what the gods see while sleeping mere mortals will not see while wide awake there's gonna be a dwarf in a green tunic just hitting you in the axe probably yes there's also an article that just came out um dinosaur uh no casting a live action golden axe movie <laughs> apparently they also had names the people in golden axe there was the dwarf there was the lady and there was the guy with the sword so they yeah the dwarf gilius thunderhead this person said richard armage which he played a dwarf already so lazy chris hemsworth is axe battler he's the big guy with the sword and then sure. uh alexandria Dadiero as tyrus flair you know, I only just recently learned who she is, but here's what's weird about her for me. My Instagram would always, like constantly shows me photos of her, and I, I only like j- like I saw like uh, my wife is watching White Lotus, and she was that. I'm like, ooh, that's the lady that Instagram shows me endless photos of, who I have no idea who she is. Well, apparently this person would want to. Also, then Death Adder, the the boss that wields the golden axe, they would cast Dave Batista as Death Adder. So there you go. No, I know. But no, seriously, I don't I have no idea why Instagram keeps showing me photos. Uh, it's less now. It's but the like, algorithm. My my Instagram is probably going to show it now because you said Instagram and her name. So I have, but it was just one of those things. That was, it, she was like literally showing up for like years. It's like you want to see mm. these photos. I'm like, I don't know who this person you is. You want to get really angry at Instagram? Look up Baby Gronk. I wasn't even gonna. I only learned who that was today. Wasn't gonna bring it up. Oh, was it? You saw my tweet, and then you're like, mm, "Let me look at Baby Gronk." No. Or did you see the his dad? This ten year old's dad was feeding him answers for that podcast. I don't know what you're talking about. It was just it had something to do with like drip was in there. I don't know what drip means. Oh, uh, and uh, yeah, he rizzed away a girl from uh, something drip. Yeah, it was it was a sentence that happened. Anyway, yeah, I don't I don't know what that means. <laughs> enough about that. Uh, is that it? Yes. We're All done. right. If you enjoyed the show, go to Patreon. If you enjoy the show, go to patreon.com slash editors note comics. Dollar a month gets you the show the day we record it. 
Plus, you get access to things behind the paywall, like Pod of the Dark Tower, episode three, question mark. Out. Uh, when this comes out, that'll be out. Oh, uh, all right. Well, so- except for the Patreon subscribers. My work schedule shifted for tomorrow, so I'm going to edit it in the morning. Oh, well, there you go. So, Pods of the Dark Tower, episode three. three. You, yeah, there you go. So, they sauce that dollar towards us, and uh, you'll get three episodes of Pods of the Dark Tower. How yeah. about that? Uh, you can interact with the show as well. Email us, editorsnotecomics at gmail.com. And by us, I mean, it's Zach. I don't have access to the email, but you're still email. I mean, does anyone ever ask about me in the emails? I guess not sp- specifically. Oh, okay, cool. So I'm, I'm just here. I can't. Well, I mean, they're not. It's not directed at me. They're just questions. I can't. Oh, well, I can't think of. We should do another mailbag episode. Yeah, yeah, maybe for like 400. We're at like th- I think this is 366. There we go. Yeah. Anyway, editors. I, I remember like editing last week. So I'm like, oh, 365. Listen to like one a day, and you'll get them all in one year. Yeah. If spend an hour a day with us every for a year, that'd be interesting, wouldn't it? From the very beginning. Uh, anyhow. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> no, don't do not do that. We want you to stay. Editorsnotecomics at gmail.com. You can also find Zach on the social media. Oh, by the way, rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. And Zach's on social media. You can find him on Twitter. Just look up Editors Note Comics. That's true. I am there. Yes, you are. You I'm also there. have a Twitter, I guess. I, at Junior Rich. I got irrationally angry about Baby Gronk today. Mostly his dad. Actually, it's all at his dad. But anyway. I don't know anything about this. I just know he's 10 and can lift 500 pounds. That's not true. That can't be true. He's no, 10. but he's got, apparently he's, he says he's the, the best football player in the world, and he's got offers from multiple colleges already. Vomit. Anyway. I bet I could drop kick that kid. Now that I'm angry, I, I'm going to go find food. Again, I've never seen a photo of this kid. or He has a mullet so. with lightning bolts on the side of his head. Baby Gronk, baby. Baby Gronk. Mm, that's a choice. All right, yeah, we'll be back next week. It's the Flash. This guy makes this. This guy looks like uh, makes uh, makes the Ball family look normal. Or more specifically, uh, we're here for Michael Keaton next week. <laughs> That's why I'm watching that movie. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. We will indeed get nuts. All right, see you. Bye.